0: We'd like to take a moment to tell you about our sponsor, Anchor.
1: Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer.
0: Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast and many more.
1: You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership.
0: It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place.
1: So download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Now, let's get to the show. Hey folks, Connor here. Before we get to the show, just want to give you a quick heads up that we had a couple of minor tech issues recording this episode through Zoom back when we first started the podcast. But don't worry, because it turned out to be a fantastic show. You might hear the odd glitch or two in the first half, but it's nothing to worry about. And it'll be totally worth it when you get to hear about the madness that is the potato diet. So enjoy.
0: My name is Grace Mulvey. I'm a comedian, human woman and lifelong fad dieter. From the moment I walked out of my mother's womb, I've been on a diet. That's 31 years of no carbs, no sugar and no crack. It's time to say enough already. Now, I'm not saying I'm a nirvana of self-love and acceptance, by the way. But I am saying that I'm no longer willing to spend all of my time, money and energy on fad diets.
1: And I'm Connor Dowling, writer, filmmaker and world-class warrior. Years of fitness models, crotch fiends and get thing quick schemes have melted my brain and left me overweight and unimpressed. I've wasted years of my life obsessed with what I eat and how I look. So now, I finally know what's making me feel like crap all these years. Fad diets.
0: We are not health experts. I repeat, we are not health experts. We are just here to talk about and laugh at our experiences of bullshit diets.
1: Disclaimer. Please, whatever you do, don't hurt yourself with any of these crazy weight loss topics we discuss in the show. This podcast won't make you thin, but it might make you laugh. Welcome to Fad Camp.
0: Hello, welcome back. This week's episode, we are going to cover the potato diet. As an Irish person, I'm very excited that we're actually going to be covering this (laughs) diet. I think it's because we're like from the famine, I was like, God, we've had no potatoes. Now all we want are potatoes for at least two months straight or whatever this diet is. Um, Connor, now you're the one, you're the guinea pig this week, really. You're the one who actually, yeah. actually has tried this diet. I have never done it. I've done basically, you know, a carb load diet lifestyle. Sure. okay, um, yeah. As if I've run a marathon every day, which I haven't. But like, you know, I've never actually tried this one. So what is it
1: about? Yeah, like I think one of the interesting things that people kind of get surprised at when they hear about a potato diet is like, normally when you're on a diet, they tell you don't eat potatoes, you know, cut out all carbs. So this is one that's like really kind of unusual. Uh, basically, um, I heard about this through the popular TV magician Pen Gillette, who I'm a big fan of. He released a book a couple of years ago called Presto, uh, How I Made 100 Pounds Disappear. And, and this guy,
0: right? Because I just because yeah. I'm not m- massively now into magicians. My magician okay. knowledge isn't huge, sure. but I know him from that one time on Friends where he sh- he sold Joey oh, yeah. an encyclopedia. Yeah. Yeah. when we were doing a little bit of research, I was like, oh, yeah, the guy from Friends, which is <laughs> and then I was like, oh, he's actually has so much more to him, including yeah. writing
1: this book. He's He's been at so many things like and it, it, Penn and Teller obviously is like, you know, the act like he's the big, tall guy and Taylor's the quiet one who never talks, but does all the work in the relationship. They've been across like so many reality shows, Survivor they were on, they were on the Celebrity Apprentice. Um, they were they on were Survivor. Not, uh, yeah, they were. Uh, is it. Sur- Fear? No, no, not, not Survivor. Sorry. They were on Fear Factor and Celebrity Apprentice. Uh, they were on That wi- makes
0: so much more sense than Survivor. Yeah. <laughs> Just these two magicians, like, make <laughs> fire through a trick. And then like think a they'd bird would good it. at that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so. Like, like I said, big fan of his and I did notice that he'd had this massive weight loss and he looked, he looked quite different. Like he you know, like he was always a really, really tall guy. He's probably like six foot seven or something like that. You know, he's, he's yeah, a giant of a, a man. Just- but, so he kind of hid the weight well. But of course, it turned out behind the scenes, he'd been struggling with his weight for years, getting bigger and bigger every year. His blood pressure was rising to like crazy heights. And he was on all sorts of medication and he was basically on the verge of getting a gastric sleeve, which is incredibly like, you know, intense and invasive operation that a lot of people have to go through for extreme weight loss. But before he did that, he decided to do one more crazy thing to try to lose weight. And that's when a scientist called Ray Cronice worked with him to give his diet and lifestyle a complete overhaul and put him on a new eating regime that began with two weeks of potatoes only. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So the idea here, (laughs) the idea here was that by simplifying his diet down to the most plain food he could think of, you can also do this with rice or beans. It doesn't have to be just potatoes. The idea is that it's, it's one plain, simple food. I don't thought
0: you were giving variety. Yeah, You can also just do this with rice or beans. And I'm like, oh, thank God.
1: (laughs) Beans for two weeks. I mean, sign me up. (laughs) The most insipid food you can think of, basically. You
0: know, gruel from Oliver Twist. You could do it with that. (laughs) Two weeks of just pure gruel.
1: So the idea was with this plain food, he could reset Penn's palate. And make sure he was only eating when he was hungry. And I'm sure like the massively reduced calorie intake would help too. Um... And like the idea as well is like, how many potatoes can a person actually eat? And it turns out a lot and you can still lose weight. (laughs) So he said, eat as many potatoes as you want with no salt, no butter, no oil. Mm -hmm. And as a treat, you could also have sweet potatoes if he was good. Oh my God. (laughs) So there's two weeks.
0: In all fairness, I can imagine that when you're like really down on your luck. Imagine like for yes. dessert, like you've had a full main starter main, and then in dessert, they just bring you a sweet potato. I'm sure you are like, this exactly. is amazing. You know what exactly.
1: I mean? And that uh that was that that we'll talk about when we get to my experience with it with it as well.
0: So apparently he did manage to lose 18 pounds in those two weeks, which is amazing. Unbelievable. And then the next phase of the diet was gradually he got to, he got to gradually introduce more healthy fruit and vegetables until eventually he was on a Whole Foods plant based diet, okay? Also known as a i nu- nu- I'm going to mispronounce this, nutritionarian diet. N- nutritarian. Which is, nutritarian. Yeah. I've never heard of this. A nutritarian diet, which is a medically accepted way of maintaining your health at any stage of life. What
1: does that mean? It basically means it's a whole food plant-based diet. So you're eating fruits, vegetables, whole grains, low in salt, low in sugar. Like it says, you know, it is accepted at every stage of life. But it was it's the kind of, it was the building up to that diet. You know what I mean? Because I think what happens to okay. a lot of people is they go right, I've been eating crap for so long, I'm going to go straight onto the whole food plant-based diet. But then they like eat an apple and it's like sour. <laughs> you know, uh, they eat a vegetable and it's really kind yeah, 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 disgusting. Yeah. So by taking away like everything and just eating potatoes, it's like making you fucking crave, you know, those like healthy like fruits and vegetables and stuff.
0: So he did that for two weeks then just on the potatoes and then kind of, you know, introduced more things into it. So he went on to lose 100 pounds in the process His blood pressure went down. He stopped eating animal products and his doctor took him off meds he was told he'd be on for for life, which is all amazing stuff, okay? Yeah. So then he said he had a new lease of life, never felt any better. um, And after the two-week potato famine as he affectionately called it, which is weird because actually it's the opposite of a famine. Yeah. Um,
1: (laughs) It's a famine where all you can eat is potatoes, basically. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah. I feel, you know, I'm actually slightly offended, like not to take this personally. Cultural
1: appropriation, right?
0: Cultural appropriation. You know what I mean? Anyway, he called it the potato famine. I don't think he's ever heard, does know what a famine is. But he said then he introduced, um, he introduced each food item back into his diet he said it was like tasting it for the first time, which I could imagine yeah. is the case. Do you ever, like myself, if I go off chocolate for
1: oh, half yeah. a day
0: and then taste it for the first time, I mean, I know like orgasm is good, but come on, this is better. And um, like he said, so he said um, when he had corn, it was, which is obviously the corn of the cob or something, it was like candy. And even celery tasted salty to him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and some people Sorry. do eat, some people do eat celery salt. Did you ever see that in the shops? You can get celery salt. I think it's like g- ground down celery that you put onto your food to, as a salt substitute.
0: I have never seen that.
1: Yeah. I've, oh, I've seen is it, it actually yeah. nice? I've never tried it. But I have at times eaten a real like pungent piece of celery and gone, damn, that is salty. He, he's not something there.
0: <laughs> This is coming from... Just if anyone's listening for the first time, one of our episodes um, on juicing, Connor mentioned that at one time to sweeten a juice, he put in lemon. So I don't trust your taste buds at all, Connor. If I'm honest, um, but do you know what? That is something I'm gonna I'm gonna write that down. I'm gonna buy I think some celery salt and see if it's any use.
1: Another another substitute for salt people use is um, like ground seaweed. Have you heard about that? No, no, What's you haven't heard about that. It, it seems regret- like.
0: In a, in like when I look I think of salt, like what you mean like actually you'd buy it like you'd buy a salt shaker or something and it'd be seaweed in it?
1: Yeah, like it'd be like, you know, dehydrated, ground down to like powdered seaweed, and it yeah. has it has like an oceany, fishy kind of taste to it. <laughs> you know, and like seawater it would be quite salty, I guess. So we're talking yeah. about like people with high blood pressure and salt can be like a poison to them, you know?
0: And these are the options you have.
1: Yeah, like, I mean, so that's another thing Penn talks about in the book. He says that, like, you know, he went to a lot of, like, vegan restaurants to eat more plant-based food. But what he found a lot of the time was that the food there, while some of it is super tasty and all, is, like, laced in salt, sugar, and oil, basically. You know what I mean?
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, listen, whenever I go, if I go to a vegan yeah. restaurant and, or I'm eating any, like, vegan stuff and I'm like, oh, my God, how have they made... These potatoes so creamy. They've just used something that isn't cream, but it definitely isn't good for me. Like you can't be I like, like basically things shouldn't be this delicious.
1: Exactly. Um and like, you know, um, in fairness to Penn, like he does start the book with like a sincere disclaimer. Like he mentions himself, like he's a bit of a mad trickster, you know. So yeah. it's fair to say you'll take this book with a pinch of salt. Like, don't take it as gospel. A if pinch of not- seaweed salt. Oh. But um right? And and, you know, like it's not a diet book, you know, it's more of a memoir, but it's definitely sold as a diet book. Yeah. Yeah, we get that you're tapping into the diet market there. Um, I have to say, like, you know, like. It is a, it is an entertaining read, it is an enjoyable read, and it did inspire me to go, yeah. you know what? Yeah, let's let's give this thing a try, you know, let's go. Let's try. It's going to be hard. I'll do two weeks, no potatoes or two weeks, only potatoes. And then potato also, famine, as yeah. he
0: likes to it, yeah.
1: <laughs> and then also avoid the processed foods, sugar, salt and fat and all that.
0: Can I just ask you, right, because obviously you're coming into when you have tried this diet. Is there yeah. any backstory? Because when I, as I said, when we were doing the juice someone, I was hung over on a Sunday morning, saw a documentary and said, well, this is it, I'm changing my life. Because, you know, when you're hung over on a Sunday, you just yeah. think I have to change my life. When you're coming up to the potato diet, were you in any way like... Were you in any way vulnerable when you read this book and just went, do you know what? I'm going to, you know, when you're just, sometimes you're vulnerable to like any ad you see. Like I was doing research for one, for this and Google obviously was like, oh, it's time. I know what you need. And it hit me with a nice little like ad and it was CBD oil and it said CBD oil can suppress your appetite basically two minutes later I was at the checkout online and I was about to buy a a lifetime supply of CBD oil Uh, yeah yeah and then I remembered the show we were doing I went wait a minute I'm trying not to get caught up in the in diet culture what the hell am I doing so you know when you're like what was going like when you were picking up the book were you kind of looking for a diet or were you actually just like plodding along and then went oh maybe I should really try this
1: um yeah like I mean I suppose like I would, yeah, consider myself to be vulnerable to a lot of these type of things. But I, why was I at the time? I think, yeah, I think at the time I was going like, you know, I'm overweight, want to lose weight as always. Um, This sounds extreme, but it was probably pitched to me in a way that I could kind of get on board with it. And I was like, right, let let's just do it. Let's just go for it. Yes. So yeah. I did go for it and I did. And, you know, so I went to the shop and I bought lots of different types of potatoes.
0: <laughs> what are we talking here? what kind of yeah, type? Yeah, look,
1: I'm glad you asked because I have to say when I first started the diet, I wasn't the biggest potato person and I'd never really known my way fully around a potato. But... <laughs> 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 no my way around I, potato yeah, i had to i had to look.
0: having known you a long time i i never had a conversation about a potato with you so yeah i would say that you would never strike me as a potato yeah, potato yeah like
1: you'd think that we'd be having at least one monthly chat about potatoes but sure here we are so yeah lots of different types of potatoes the red potatoes i found i'm not a the fan roosters of. They're, they're i think they're called new no, or new potatoes new Potatoes. Okay. I think. Right, I think I don't like. There are lots of different types, but definitely bought like a big bag of red red potatoes. What's the fan them, and I remember when I was a kid, I used to eat them. You know, like the, uh, dinners from parents and child miners. They'd always be like the last thing left on the plate, and they they actually kind of turn my stomach. Yeah, but the yellow potatoes or the gold ones, I think they're called. Yellow potatoes Uh, (laughs) (laughs) There's
0: There's no way to sexy up a potato It's just a yellow potato Yellow skinned
1: potato Um, Also I think Yukon Yukon gold potatoes I think they're called But anyway I actually really like them You know Um, So so I just filled a bacon tray Poked holes in all the potatoes Popped in the oven and just left them And that's about as creative as I was getting With my first batch
0: can I just ask, right? When you're in the supermarket, how many potatoes did you buy? Like, could you know, right? Is your is your trolley just full to the brim? Like, did no one turn around to you and go, or sorry, no. is there actually a blight coming and you're <laughs> really prepared? Like what's
1: yeah. Why it was like the start of lockdown when everyone was stocking up on like hand sanitizer.
0: <laughs> on flour and bread. If you if I turned around during the first week of lockdown and I saw a man with a trolley full of potatoes I would be like okay listen there's some conspiracy here I need to be going back and getting I'd be talking to you like so like how many did you buy?
1: On the first day I didn't go mad do you know what I mean I just bought like what I thought would be like enough for a day or two bought a a medium-sized bag of those like red potatoes which i ended up probably not eating yeah. that much of because they were just so hard and oh dry no i can't they actually make me wretch thinking about them and then i mean they're probably nice if you like mash them and put like loads of cream and or, or butter or oil or salt or whatever
0: listen anything is nice when you start adding a lot of butter and cream and cheese but
1: um yeah so i bought them brought them home bacon tray put holes in them walked away Came back to him later and was a bit of like, you know, oh, this is mad, isn't it? I'm a bit mad, like, you know, just doing this. I I better not tell anyone because they'll think I'm feckin' mad. (laughs) Um,
0: (laughs) Just as you're eating plates and plates of potatoes, which, by the way, no salt, no butter,
1: no pepper, nothing.
0: Okay, yeah, right.
1: So the first day, was fine right went to bed that was grand the next day when i woke up i was like immediately starving (laughs) and i I was like the thought of having to eat potatoes for breakfast in just their most basic form was really like you know troubling so bland so insipid just really gross but what i noticed about the potatoes was really interesting I When I ate them I'd be so full You know they really fit up Because they're like big Like you know As many as you want Yeah But within I think they must get digested Really fast Because within like 20 minutes It was like my stomach Was just totally empty And I was starving Like ravenous again
0: Right But
1: but The good thing is You can eat as many as you want So
0: (laughs) (laughs) This by the way Is such a tagline For any diet You ever go on And you're like Listen
1: The thing is, though,
0: you can eat as many peas as you want in a day. And that's the fabulous thing about it. Do you know what I mean? So like it's yeah. And that's where they send you on. So you're like, oh, listen, it's potatoes for days. I'm not restricting myself in any other way. You're
1: spot on. Exactly. So so that's what I did. And basically, like every half an hour or an hour, I just ate more potatoes. And I was at home; I didn't have any. Okay. You
0: know, how many potatoes are we talking? Like by the time we got to lunchtime on the first second I mean, day, what are you thinking? Like
1: they're not mass; they weren't big, massive ones. Do you yeah. know what I mean? They were probably like small, a, a variety of like small to medium sized ones. But I'd say probably like a good fifteen to twenty potatoes. Like you know, <laughs> probably you know per what I mean? day. Like, in, so, no, by like lunchtime or something, no, I would say like
0: Connor, you're they're joking. tiny. Be By starving. lunchtime I, Like God. that's not
1: That's not an exact figure If that sounds like a lot to you No but, but you, you I know like, No but I
0: know I think you're totally right though Because when you are at home And you're like If there's nothing else to do You're going to go through that That's menu. all yeah. that's
1: it Like you know That's 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 all that's on your plate You're not You're not filling up There's no like Major source of protein Or vegetables or anything like that in your plate so But the thing that Was so interesting that you become so hungry so quickly so then i got straight into the sweet potato and i swear to god that sweet potato was sweeter than honey it was it was sickly sweet (laughs) listen this is only day two we're talking about oh my god and already you're like this sweet potato is changing my life it's so sad i have
0: found god Yeah, yeah yeah yeah
1: and and i have to say like the sweet potatoes do take longer to cook as well so that that's something to take into account um and I think I napped a lot to pass the time and but every time I woke up I was like starving beyond like ravenous and then I think it was the third day that there was an improv gig in the evening I wasn't like performing at a show thankfully so I was like I have to go into the city center and fill a little plastic bag with like Cooked potatoes, I guess, you know. Like Pinchlet talks about this in his book. He talks about having baked potato in your pocket. But like he would have like assistants with a feckin' portable oven, you know, like perfectly cooking yeah. and giving it to him like anytime he wants and puts up something yeah. grand. But I'm like, you know, Mr. Feckin' average Joe living in Dublin, going like, right, well, I gotta gotta bring my own potatoes to the improv show. Yeah. And <laughs> basically I remember, I remember so i so i was wearing like a suit jacket and i had yeah. like you know a little plastic bag the potatoes in my pocket and i remember being with our friend marlon um and we stepped out of the Beaulieu's cafe uh in Brown yeah. place in town to go to the shop and he was like oh i want to get um a, a donut and it's you know those like cartoon donuts that they have in dublin in the windows of all these places and you're they look like yeah. proper
0: it's like Homer Simpson, Simpson's donuts where he has them in work and it's like pink sprinkles. through ridiculous. Oh, like so yeah, like a, a
1: donut with like a Mars bar sticking out of it like, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like
0: fucking <laughs> like. A donut with a potato sticking out of <laughs> yeah. it. That's how
1: starchy it is. That's beautiful. A, yeah. Sweet potato flavored donut. Beautiful. Okay. I can't, I'll have nothing bad said say about my sweet potato flavored donut. But he was getting a donut and, and he's like, do you want one? I'll get you one. And I was like, no, I'm cool, man. I'm cool. Of course you don't Of course you don't want to go, no, I see I'm on this potato thing. I've got a pocket full of potatoes, you know. You, you know, like that's just madness. That is beyond yeah, yeah. fucking crazy. Like, so yeah. I, I held strong. I finished my potatoes while I was in town. And then the fear of hunger, because nine o'clock in town, yeah. starting, where are you going to get a potato? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like... <laughs> Where, where are you going to get a potato? It's ridiculous.
0: It's where are you going to get a plain potato? Because even if you're in potato. Dublin, which by the way, you can definitely get a dinner in Dublin. You can definitely get a potato. But you're not. And no. if you ask a restaurant to be like, listen, can you take, get the beautiful potato, take all the taste out of it. If You can just give me a plain potato. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they'd ask you to leave. Like they'll, I wouldn't. They'll deport I wouldn't you from something. the country.
1: They'll deport you from <laughs> Ireland.
0: Do you know what our ancestors went through, motherfucker? <laughs>
1: If our ancestors my could have had salt and pepper on a potato, they would have fucking been delighted.
0: Gone um, for it, like yeah, so, you're you're so disrespectful,
1: so, right? Like you know, like limped my way home, weak with hunger, um, because you do, you have like I probably had about a good six or seven potatoes in that baggie in my pocket, but they just went so yeah. fast, and
0: and this is this is a really important thing actually when you are on a diet that thing of like how prepared you have to be to to leave the house ever. And it can actually stop you from leaving the house because you're like, I don't know if I will because actually the thought of being out all night and not being able to control um, when I have my food stuff. And if you are on such a restrictive diet like the potato diet, The f- you are just so aware of your hunger Because all you're thinking about is your next potato Exactly So all you're like You're literally just like When you run out you're like I have to go home Yeah Because if I get hungry yeah. I need to be able to have access to the nearest potato You've
1: got potatoes on the brain And when you yeah. are out The only places that are open in the evening at night anyway Are fast food places You know what I mean So you're like yeah. You're you're like literally walking by like a chipper going Oh maybe I could, maybe I could get the salad or
0: Oh Stop
1: So, so yeah, so I think, I can't remember, to be honest, how I survived and what went on. But the next day was the fourth and final day of my potato journey. Oh,
0: Connor, four days, fair play. And I
1: remember it came to a head when I was watching, as you do, I was watching Jersey Shore for some reason. I'd lost my mind at this stage. I was was watching Jersey Shore.
0: (laughs) You're watching, by the way, a group of people who definitely haven't had a carb in about two weeks but are drinking insane amounts. yeah
1: yeah and they were eating a big italian feast at their dinner table in their apartment and they were drinking wine and they were enjoying themselves and it just looked so like nice and idyllic and just like that's what normal people do and they're not normal people I'm not I'm here like envying the Jersey Shore (laughs) people like you know there's something wrong with you at this stage
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: and basically before I knew it before I knew it, I was across the street in Little buying like cereal or something you know what I mean to eat at night because you're just you're obsessed with foods that you can't have yeah and you're like just a bowl of cold cereal with some sort of milk in it yeah just like that wouldn't that be so lovely? And like, that it's not as if you're like running across to McDonald's to order like the whole fucking menu, like you know what I mean? And you eat that, so I ate the cereal, and I was like, okay, that was that was that.
0: Can I ask you what cereal? Because I'm actually obsessed with cereal. It
1: was it was one of those. Not to get it, too personal, one, but I know uh, you I know. Give Look, me the I'll, I'll make an exception. Um, it was one of those like little, you know, nut cluster maple nut oh cluster God, cereals funny. or something like that. Delish, right? Delicious. Delicious. Pecan maple yeah. nut cluster It's all coming back to me now actually
0: How dare you That's <laughs> absolutely A perfect choice You know what I mean Can I just say for, If you're going to If you're going to quit a diet Do it with the best choice possible A nut cluster Pecan Monstrosity just Fantastic absolutely
1: divine So That was the end of it And I have to say Right As crazy as it made me As obsessed with food And as weak As it made me When I was Eating the potatoes When I was full From the potatoes I felt amazing <laughs> <laughs> I felt I felt like I was I felt like I was burning like clean fuel do you know what I mean I just felt like you know like when you're fasting and you have this kind of I don't know what's happening maybe your yeah. body has just started eating your brain for like energy or something which it probably has which it has like yeah. I just felt so like invincible but delicate if that makes sense
0: <laughs> but vulnerable, vulnerable maybe The thing is, can I just say, because we've heard this quite a bit now, I think, every time people do diets, it's like this weird thing where we've talked about every horrific part of it and how it was unachievable in the sense that it's not a long term solution to something. Do you know what I mean? All this sort of stuff. How, what you have to go through first, the mental strength it takes, the physical, you know, toll it takes. And then after a while, it's like this weird abusive relationship where people then go, but you know, I have to say...
1: Those when I days. was on
0: it, when I was do, when I wasn't hungry, mentally tired, um, the physical, talk, I did feel fantastic. And you are like, <laughs> yeah. that's come on, like, what are you talking yes. about? But I've done the same yeah. thing myself, where I am like, listen, even though um, I bled from my eyes, I still think eating just for three days really helped. You know what I mean? That sort of stuff.
1: That is so true. That is that is spot on. Like you know, um, and I think I think like. Cause because because f- a lot of these diets, they are based in some sort of like, p- there is some positive to it. Do you know what I mean? Like with Penn Jillette, for example, it's like, yeah, you go through this two weeks of you're able to restructure your diet if it works. You know what I mean? This is, a, it's a yeah. very big like, if, you know, if you can get yeah. through the madness of those two weeks, it's like you might you might get something great out of it potentially but chances are if you have issues with food if you love food you know if yeah. if if that's why you're possibly overweight in the first place because you love food then you, if if you're on a diet that causes you to restrict everything then it's going to be the first thing and there's there's all these studies and she talks about it in the anti diet book as well about, you know, people who are doing like weight loss experiments men who didn't have weight problems were put on like restrictive diets. And like within a couple of weeks, they were like threatening, like the researchers going like, if you tell anyone that I'm sneaking food in here, I'm going to kill you, <laughs> you know, like, because it just yeah, it makes yeah. people go
0: crazy. like. Um, and it actually disrupts your relationship with totally. food because what it does is make you focus on food all the time. Yeah. I know from my own personal experience, that my best times tend to be times where I'm actually less restrictive on yeah. myself, where I go, oh, do I actually want that muffin? Sure. And actually, if I really want it, i will have it. And then I probably later, because wh- what happens to me is that if I'm in a shop and actually what I really want, I'm on the rag. I really want the chocolate yeah. muffin. Do you know yeah. what I mean? But actually, I'm like, oh, no, I, I can't have that. So instead, I'll get a special K bar.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, which will make me lose the will and to live. And it's not the
1: same. Um, it's not the same.
0: It's not the same, and it's not what yeah. I wanted. And then later, yeah. I'll feel sorry for myself, yeah. and then I'll probably eat twenty muffins instead of the totally. one muffin I wanted. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like it's that mentality of you start to feel really hard done by, and you're just not, you're annoyed, and you're thinking about the muffin all it's day. It's almost like
1: this. Her- so it's hoarding, actually like this hoarding kind of mentality that you're like, oh, that one yeah. time in the past when I was deprived of something that's never going to happen again. You know, even if that's happening on like a subconscious level, your brain is going, better make sure I don't run out, run out of muffins again. So, you know, yeah. gobble them up and shove them in your cheeks like a hamster, yeah. you know, uh, to save <laughs> yeah. for a later date. Like.
0: And all I'll say as well, you know, for, um, please never do the potato dye again, Connor. I, you know what I mean? Love you as a person and think you deserve so much more from life. <laughs> but um, I do think, you know, listen, your man, as your man said, this worked for me. All I can say, like, obviously he had so many medical problems and stuff and he was under the guide of a some sort of doctor or nutritionist or something like that. But like, do you know, I do think it's a very extreme diet. And so, some of these diets tend to only work for a very small percentage of people, whatever it is about their their lifestyle or their mentality or how they work. So all I'll say is please don't do the potato diet. Anyway.
1: I 100% agree with you. And yeah, like, I mean, that's another thing to mention. Like, when Penn was doing that diet, he had, you know, a small army helping him achieve his goals. You know, his doctor, you know, uh, that scientist Ray Cronice. And, like, it's funny because Ray Cronice isn't really a diet guy, you know. And he's become known as, like, the potato diet guy, even though he wouldn't even himself call it a potato diet. He called it, like, a mono diet. And he he did say, like, yeah, you could you could do it with beans or rice. But, like, as we said, that would just be also miserable <laughs> kind of like the I'm i I'm a celebrity could you imagine
0: bringing out could you imagine bringing out a little tinfoil oh, of beans stop. I know. for your night or out price, you know like I mean?
1: I mean, gosh are you like me and don't know your way around a potato well suffer no more because help is on the way Introducing the brand new Spud Pocket 5.0. On your way to a business meeting? Or a sports match? Hungry? Spud Pocket's got you covered. We use the latest starch power technology in all of our pocket sized smartphone powered microwave ovens to bring you home fresh goodness from your pocket direct to your mouth.
0: Damn, I forgot to cook my potatoes for lunch! Spud Pocket. Really should have eaten before going on the piss. Spud Pocket. Doctors said I'd have to get massive invasive surgery if I wanted to live long enough to see my kids grow up. But a TV magician said if I copied him and ate only potatoes for two weeks, it might buy me some extra time and I can finally have a fulfilling, healthy life.
1: Use Spud Pocket Sensibly as part of a balanced diet in conjunction with a personal trainer, dietitian, nutritionist, physiotherapist, and a psychic. Spud Pocket.
0: Now for our bullshit diet news of the week. My favourite segment. Um, So, Connor, I have a little story for you, basically. No, I hadn't heard about this. This story came out kind of early this year, February 2020. Now, obviously, lots happened this year. So no wonder it kind of got um, buried and everything. But do you know the (laughs) artist Jojo? Do you remember? I actually can't say it. Right now, it's the end of. Uh, we might have to edit that out. I for I don't know, but it, she sounds wonderful. She says she had a crack and tune at the age of thirteen, right? Okay, but oh wow, Okay, basically she's twenty nine now, but um, she basically JoJo revealed that she was put on an extreme five hundred calorie a day diet by her record label as a teenager. Um, she basically opened up about the extreme lengths she went to as a teenager to appease her former record label. By eating just 500 calories a day. Sorry, I, I, it makes that. me so upset, physically upset. Um, reading something like this, 500 calories a day is nothing. Um, she t- said in an interview um, that early on in her career, um, which saw her become the youngest solo artist to reach number one with her with the hit "Leave Get Out" um, at the age of 13 years old, so e- extremely young. Um, but the success was short lived because her record label at the time, Blackground refused to release any of JoJo's new music following that chart-topping single, which is odd, obviously, because she got to number one. Um, she said the reason the reason she believes that their label held her back was because of the way she looked. So when she was 18, um, she went into the office and the president of the label said, listen, we just want you to look as healthy as possible. Um, but she told the music mogul that she already was the picture of health. Which, fair play to her at the age of 18. I don't think I would have had that yeah. sort of Ability to stand up for myself um, And she believed that he was more concerned About her being skinny than her well-being Which That's, I can imagine being is like true ten, This
1: is only 10 years ago This isn't like some crazy story From like the 50s or something Yeah it's, like it's not, it's not so like it's Judy
0: recent. Garland Where they put her on diet pills or something yeah. You know like for the Wizard of Oz This yeah. is very recent um, yeah. I ended up She said I ended up getting put With a nutritionist That had me on a 500 a day <laughs> diet 500 calorie a day diet and I was on these injections that make injections. you have no appetite. Oh my God. I'd love to actually, I'd love for her to name the nutritionist who put yeah. her on this at the age of 18 years old. Um, I was like, let me see how skinny I can get because maybe they'll want to put out an album. Maybe I'm just so disgusting that no one wants to see me in a video and they can't even look at me. That's really what I thought. Oh my God. So she went on to explain that um, this is reflective of a larger problem within the music industry that sees young stars develop extreme insecurities and disordered eating, which I'm not surprised. I felt that how I must have been... Sorry, I felt how I must have not have been enough um, and that I must have been dissatisfying. She revealed later she turned to drugs and alcohol um, as a way to feel pretty and worthy. um. She said, I needed the I needed to be buzzed to feel okay. I would go to the edge, stand on the tiptoes of the edge and then come back. Um, she said, after months of struggling to get her career moving again, Jojo decided to take legal action against the record label in a bid to be released from her contract. Once again, fair play to this girl.
1: Incredibly
0: yeah. young to be dealing with something like this. I feel like as a 31 year old now, I don't have that sort of confidence, you know, to stand and up myself. It,
1: it feeds into that career thing of you don't want to speak up because, you know, you could just be... Fired, acts like you know um and so to be a young person and stand up for yourself like that that is so impressive like but even
0: to say, yeah and like I think actually you know what even uh, I and you're completely right for her to think god this will really affect my career going forward but at the same time I suppose they were withholding an album that she was like well, I suppose I have no career if they're not going to release it but yeah. I think it's even so impressive for her to sit in a room with a grown man at the age oh, yeah. of 18 and he he'd say yeah we're just just for your health and for her to go well actually oh. I think I am the picture of health really I just think you're you're more concerned with the fact that I'm not skinny and I find and, it so interesting because I think it's a real talking point now particularly for myself you know I'm quite a healthy person I'm quite fit but I might not. be I'm not sle- I'm not slender I'm not a trim person and I find that a lot of people will judge you you know what i mean as an unhealthy person just because you're bigger or you live in a larger body but it's interesting that this person didn't even live in a larger body lived in a fairly yeah. trim body but she just wasn't skinny and was getting that and you know what?
1: you know what's what else is really upsetting about this this is probably one of the stories with like a happy ending you know what i yeah. mean that, That This person stood up for themselves and hopefully got out of this difficult situation and has spoken out about it, you know, online to the point that we're able to talk about it. But think of the amount of artists, musicians, actors, uh, singers, dancers who've had that same meeting with an agent, manager, producer, someone who has absolutely zero business, you know, uh, talking about their body. And they've taken the advice, you know, and this dodgy weekend certified nutritionist has put them on this like dangerous and hateful program like it's one thing with us and people going oh I fancy a change I'm gonna try something extreme if it doesn't work it doesn't work but for someone else to put that on you you know someone who's not a doctor someone who doesn't care about you that is just so hateful
0: well what I can say also because I you know I do in incre- I think it's so Jesus, that man has some cojones to sit down with a 13, like an 18 year old girl and say this to her. But yeah. I actually find that, I, you know, it's funny that you say like, oh, for someone else to put it on you. But I would argue that actually, Connor, I think society puts it on sure. us. Yeah. If you are a but person. But we're the ones even making even I, the choice. Where oh the yeah, no, I do understand. The, that, but I, do, like. I do feel like you turn on any ad, you turn on Instagram. Yeah. Actually, Instagram being probably the number one thing now that's targeting.
1: Oh, And um, people
0: with ads. um. But I would find that actually, even though we are making the choice, it yeah. also has been put upon us quite a lot to, to really go to these extremes. And even the fact to say, to try an extreme diet, we know it's extreme. Even going in mm-hmm. and going this to eat potatoes for two weeks, like it's, it's so extreme. And then we look back and like we're having a laugh because like it's hilarious t- thinking about yeah. it. But I am like, God, it is actually being put on us by someone, even totally. if it's not a person sitting in a room with us. It's our TVs, it's our radios, it's our media, it's and also it's just Instagram and it's just general society. Like, um, I, I think, sorry, that's my that's my you know rant for the day. Well, I know, I, uh, I, 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 I yeah,
1: I agree with I agree with a lot of that, but I think I think with the the music industry industry as well. Like, I mean, we're seeing a lot of change happening in yes. you know the film industry, in comedy, in you know there's more diversity, there's there's more kind of opportunities for people to speak out about like problems they've had. I think the music industry, like, listen to any, like, pop or rap song, it's ridiculously, like, yeah. sexualizing and objectifying and, you know what I mean? Like, and that's just yeah. coming from me, like, you know, I can't imagine what it must be like on the inside. But when I hear a story like that, it just kind of makes you go, yeah, that's only 10 years ago. I can't imagine things have changed all that much, you know? Yeah,
0: because they reached a settlement in 2009 um, but Jojo revealed she was not given any money as part of the settlement. Uh, she said, I didn't see it. I didn't get any damages or anything like that. I just walked away being able to sign another record contract. I was like, let's go. I'm free. So, mm. you know, and she says, I feel really, really lucky for the longevity that I have and for the resilience that I do have. But I work on it every day. Well, seriously, fair play to you, Jojo, fair because I could tell you right now, I would. I don't feel yeah. like I have that resilience in me at all. You know, yeah, I would be well
1: fecking eating one potato a day, trying to get that number one record and failing miserably. So fair play to Jojo.
0: <laughs> you would if they'd sat down with you, you're like, listen, I have, a, <laughs> I have a load of potatoes in the oven. Yeah, I'm don't ready even to go. worry about it. I'm ready to go. Let's do this. <laughs> I'm ready to go, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fair play, Jojo. I would love to play your song right now, but we don't have the music rights um, considering it's get out right now. Unbelievable yeah. tune. Connor, go listen to it. You're... Haven't lived until you've listened
1: to Joe. I, I won't listen to it. I'm, I'm not going to listen to it. But I, I appreciate you're you're trying. <laughs> how dare you? You
0: know what this woman's been through. How dare you?
1: <laughs> so this is our segment where we hear from our listeners uh, about how they've gotten on. We're a new show, so. Um, We haven't heard from anyone on the potato diet. Also, there's probably not that many people out there that we know who've done this. Um, So what we have- Not as
0: many people are as courageous as you.
1: Thank you, Grace. (laughs) Thank you so much. Um, To
0: try the potato diet.
1: So what we've done is we've gone to Reddit to bring up a little segment we like to call Reddit Says. So we're just going to read out some comments that people have made about the potato diet, completely anonymous and unedited. Um, So I'll just read the first. We'll take one each and I'll read the first one here. So this is from someone- Their comment just said, phase two, looking for different recipes. How about chicken broth? Would it really mess up my diet? Oh, God. <laughs> so obviously this is after is- the two week initial potato diet. They're starting to introduce things. Chicken broth, which is what, what is that? Bone water or something? Chicken, you put chicken bones and yeah. some seasoning and water yeah. and drink it.
0: It's like kind of like almost like a peasant dish sort of thing. Yes. It's what you'd use for the ends of the, of oh, the chicken, the literal... I mean, you're really trudging at the bottom of the, of the barrel here now for a little bit of chicken broth. If you're on a diet so extreme that you're like, with chicken broth now, would, would, that, that, really... would that
1: derail me? Would that derail me? Yeah, am
0: I off the wagon now? I, Do you know what I mean? I can
1: totally relate to that. And it's just reflective of so many other diets as well, where you're like, is it okay if I have a Tic Tac or will that just like totally set me back? <laughs> will that just set me back five stone? Like, cause I genuinely,
0: been... when I was on a juice cleanse, was like, getting sugar-free chewing gum and was looking it up online being like now i mean sugar-free but like i think there's still like two calories in it like is this really going to throw me (laughs) off the love of god right our next one our anonymous um reddit user so i did two days of the potato diet with the intention of the normal two weeks but i broke down when my husband made some (laughs) fish and rice yesterday plus i never liked potatoes and i was eating about three a day so i was hungry anyway i'm back with the potatoes today <laughs> <laughs> that that message was a real roller coaster wasn't like, it i couldn't tell what she was gonna do next i was like oh well, um, clearly
1: she's given up completely that's that's her done now she had a decadent meal of fish and rice
0: yeah and i mean like they might have used salt on that oh, rice for and you know what i mean salt on that fish like real salt not how, sea salt or celery I... <laughs> salt whatever i like the way plus i never liked potatoes and she was eating three potatoes a day that, you were at like 10 by lunch or by lunchtime. You know? i was
1: oh my god can you imagine three potatoes she must have been absolutely starving the poor woman oh my god back in the potatoes today we never heard from this person again obviously that was their last comment possibly on reddit yeah. ever we don't know um Well, I wish I wish her luck. Uh, The next one says. um, Sorry. Is it it still the potato diet? Is it still the potato diet? If you mix the two to get some variety, will the results be more or less the same? Or should I just stick to the regular bland potatoes? P.S. I'm eating a clove of garlic with each meal.
0: each meal that is so funny
1: my heart goes out to you
0: oh like i definitely think it's okay to mix two varieties (laughs) of potatoes of the plain boiled potatoes you're eating
1: two varieties of potato that's like putting two different glasses of water together and going (laughs) is this still okay (laughs) bottled water i have bottled water and tap water together like oh my
0: though we can all agree that bottled water does taste different from tap water like i'm not i'm not insane there's a slight taste difference but calorie wise babes you're fine that, i like the make you eat a clove of garlic a clove of garlic with each meal like
1: could you imagine the guilt that this poor per person must be feeling from eating that clove of garlic going oh fuck i'm 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 such a i'm not doing it right like i'm, I'm such a letdown it's like it's a,
0: why can't i have some self-restraint yeah, some what, goddamn self-restraint is it Judy Garland that's after sending this post? No, it's like, Jojo. I like she's like, it was actually Jojo. Jojo. Um, <laughs> Poor Jojo. Uh, okay, um, our next comment. Day six, 12 pounds down. I bet most of it is water weight. Yeah, it's definitely water weight if you've lost 12 pounds in six in days. Six days, that's I'm tell you right two now. pounds a day. Yeah.
1: That's a kilo a day. Wow, that's uh, it's good going there. If you're trying to fit into a swimsuit in the middle of winter, then yeah you'll be all set yeah uh okay last one says i'm on my sixth day i'm on my sixth day of the diet and i'm starting to find it hard to eat potatoes any longer i've shooting for two (laughs) weeks on the diet but i'm finding that i would rather fast than eat the potatoes most of the time which is leading to very to feeling which is leading to feeling very weak and almost sick for those who've made it through the two weeks What keeps you going? Any words of motivation or encouragement would be much appreciated. My wife just thinks I'm crazy and I'm starting to wonder if this whole thing is pointless. Oh, That's just sad.
0: Just, dear last person who made that comment, just don't do the potato diet anymore, please. Just go and enjoy your life with your wife who is willing to stick by you as you, for some reason, eat potatoes every day and then decide actually i don't even want to eat potatoes i'd rather not eat potatoes and just not eat because i hate potatoes so much please just your wife is willing to stick by you you have a fantastic wife enjoy your marriage enjoy your life get off this diet have a bit of pepper definitely pointless throw a bit of pepper add some pepper get that clove of garlic into your babes whatever keeps you going whatever keeps your light light just splurge splurge
1: splurge and treat yourself to a clove of garlic
0: Some cayenne pepper. Get yourself. Do you know what I mean? Get yourself that little sweet potato. Put a bit of cinnamon on it. I hear that does the job for some reason. Oh, that would be
1: good. Yeah, that's a little uh, hack. Cinnamon is allowed in fasting situations, isn't it?
0: But please, like, please just don't do the diet any longer. You deserve so much more from your life. (laughs) Love from Grayson Clark. (laughs) (laughs) Um... That's all our comments from the Reddit. Um, that was actually brilliant. I've the second one nearly killed me. Yeah, me too. Um,
1: cool. So now it's time for some quick facts and trivia about the potato diet and monodietes in general.
0: Okay, so our fun facts of the week. First, we have number one: the potato diet, which we've been discussing. And um, in 2010, Chris Voigt, executive director of the Washington State Potato Commission, ate 20 potatoes a day for two months. He accepted that the diet is not sustainable in the long term, but said his experiment had revealed how, how um truly healthy potatoes are. Now, I will say for this little fact, it I feel like we've uncovered like, um I feel like we've uncovered some sort secret of society. like uh, secret society where your man's like, I mean, listen, I have no. I have no um, reason to lie to you. I just work for the Washington State Potato Potato Commission, but this is just for me to prove (laughs) that potatoes are healthy and not bullshit. Anyway, listen, do whatever you want. I the thing,
1: yeah, the thing that stood out to me there most was that there is a Washington State Potato Commission. Um, (laughs) It just sounds so nefarious. Like, what else are they covering up? Yeah, maybe they had something to do. Oh, he he comes
0: from he comes from that potato money. You know that you don't want to take on the oil. Industry, yeah. you don't want to take spud on the potato cash. industry, they will shut they you call down. It spud cash.
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> maybe they were they had something to do with the uh potato famine conspiracy. Um, oh, this which is it, yeah. was a conspiracy by the way, but that's a whole other podcast, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Connor. Are you trying to, are you trying to, I'm not a famine
1: denier, that's I should make that clear. That's
0: <laughs> yeah, please. Uh, we actually want this to yeah. go out, I don't want to have to
1: edit this. I'm, whole a, time. I'm a potato <laughs> truther, um. So, okay, so our next one is uh, from a guy called SpudFit. So, have you ever heard of SpudFit, Grace?
0: Okay, so Andrew
1: Taylor, he's an Australian dieter who went on a potatoes-only diet, and he lost over £110 in eight months of eating nothing but potatoes. He cured his own clinical depression, which he claims you can do too in his book, (laughs) SpudFit. which is available on Amazon. I'm not plugging it, but it's there if you want to read the synopsis. <laughs> first, you,
0: first you deny the Irish famine happened and now you're plugging I said I wasn't a you denier. you can cu- cure clinical depression. I said I wasn't
1: a denier. I'm just reading what the synopsis of this guy's book says. And if you see, I've, I've put the cover of his book there. On the cover of his diet book, he's surrounded by different types of potatoes and he kind of looks like a potato.
0: He actually does. I mean, that's, he must have known. That, I think like that's intentional.
1: I think it is. It's kind of like you know, he, you know, he's got a shaved head. You know, he's—I've seen him in interviews. He does seem like a lovely guy. He was struggling with his weight, which I totally, you know, uh, relate to and you know understand. Uh, you know what he's doing, and you know he he did have kind of doctors weighing in on his situation and said, yeah, like he's he's healthy enough. You know, he's he's um, he's hydrated. He's healthy. He's just not like, you're not going to eat spuds for like a year and then go run a marathon. Like, you know what I mean? You know, it's just, it's yeah. not like healthy in that way. And it, but I think you've uh, also discovered a couple of other people who've tried mono diets in the past. This is something I was totally unfamiliar
0: yeah, so with. So the mono diet thing is not new to our, yeah. you know, like once again, we all think, sometimes we think these things so, are very recent. There is the, the next that we have is the egg diet. Piero di comissimo. Mm-mm which is, um, I'm butchering that name, but if you put it bit of an Italian accent on it, I'm sure it, it rings true. Was an Italian Renaissance painter ate, who ate only oh boiled God. eggs. Puke. Antonio Malibacci. Malibacci.
1: Mac- Mac- so, i sorry,
0: I, I just... Malibesci, was an Italian librarian, scholar and bibliophile, which I had to look up. Actually, you're addicted to books. Um, his diet was commonly only three hard-boiled eggs That's like what putastic. is it with this putastic egg thing but that was they just were mad into eggs anyway and then the next is the milk diet okay in the 1920s the milk diet fad was popularized by a physical culturist bernard mcfadden just they can really come up with some
1: yeah you'd swear these names bullshit, were made
0: up uh, jobs can't they back in the day um, he advertised the diet as a remedy for diverse ailments such as eczema, hay fever and impotence. I'm going to say right now, I suffer badly from hay fever. I don't think milk is the answer. Um, his milk-only regime was excessive and he recommended 28 cups of milk Oh a my day. God. Only I've only known ga players to drink that many <laughs> bloody cups of milk a day, right? <laughs> I will say there is a thing i don't know if it's just me but i've always noticed that GAA players will always have a pint oh, of milk yeah. with dinner uh which is 90 percent sports I mean, yeah. as well so it's like they're bringing those <laughs> yes, two that's together a very
1: kind of you know rural irish thing to have like you know and, and i think dublin people do it as well but like you know it, it is very kind of traditional thing to drink a pint of milk with your dinner i it was never something i w- i did it was never something i was a fan of
0: oh god um
1: no. I, yeah I, and I I just there's there's so much kind of like research and stuff out there on negative health effects from milk that you know won't like altogether get into right now but I
0: can't yeah Connor I can't have the potato m- milk Egg. and you know famine deniers on our backs <laughs> for this podcast. Okay? <laughs> I don't need all that pressure on the podcast a very early hey, podcast to be getting no all that heat bad okay? press, though you know We hope you enjoyed this episode of Fad Camp, brought to you by Grace Mulvey, Connor Dowling, and producer and sound engineer extraordinaire, Darren Lee.
1: With new episodes released every two weeks, you can find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you choose to listen to your podcasts.
0: If you want to get in touch with the show, email us at fadcamppodcast at gmail.com or find us on Instagram and Twitter at fadcamppodcast.